This is our second video. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. Wow. Vi. Aldi. From Aldi. There you go. All right. Our second video, our parenting video here, we're going to do a little series. One is going to be with Isabel and I. Uh, one of the sessions. One's going to be just me, and then Jasmine and I are going to do the third one. We're going to talk about building trust. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's what the series is about. <laughs> so do you trust me that I know what I'm doing? Sometimes. Okay. For the most part. Like yes. with what things do you trust me or trust your parents? What do you trust us about? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like as your kid, sometimes I feel like I know things better than you do as a kid, hmm. even though I don't. So, so that's the reason why sometimes I don't trust you as much. Sometimes. So you almost want almost trust yourself, like as a what kid, you think yeah, more than what we what we think. Yeah. Okay. Like as a kid, I feel that way sometimes, especially for mom. Look, it's hard for us to trust you guys because you know you guys are learning and growing. So that is true. So we're gonna talk about that. How to build trust. If there's no trust between you and your child, children, we're gonna talk about today uh, part of how to do that. Um, one of the things I wanted to share with you all is in this is we find this we found this with our kids all the time, and we find this with our friends and with other people. Uh, we know if they trust us, if they come to us first. You know, your your kids are always gonna to go to someone. Uh, with regards to advice or problems or things like that. But if they come to you first or um, maybe within the first few people, like if there's a list of people they go to, if you're on at the top of that list and they say, hey, mom, hey, dad, I want to talk to you about a few things, then that is where they trust you. And we've gone through periods of trust with our kids where sometimes they'll tell us things, sometimes they won't. Uh, sometimes they're mad, so they won't talk to us about some certain things. But that is the first sign that they trust you is when they say hey mom and dad can we talk and they go to you as one of the top people so what do you think about that it's true <laughs> you gotta give us something now um let's see well is that is that is that how it is for you with you guys you're one of the first people i come to you you mostly um yeah um, trust me i go to jonathan for relationship advice i go to jasmine when i need to talk about something except i don't go to her too much um relationship advice what are you talking you, about not relationship just something you know, i don't know with friendship are you not trusting me to not tell me things that are going on with friendships okay. i go to right. jonathan because he's closer to my age than my dad is okay. obviously so i go to him first and then i go to you for what do I go to you for? Fears and doubts. Fears and doubts. Yeah. Now, why is it you come to me? Why is it you come to me, or why is you go to Jonathan? What is it about me or him that says, "Hey, I want to talk to them"? From previous experiences, because I know how it is to talk to certain people based on how it was last time. So. Well, you yeah. know, I think part of what you're trying to maybe what you're trying to say is it's been successful. Like yeah. the things that we've said or things that he said has been a positive thing for you. Yeah. That you've they've we've steered you or he steered you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Is that part of it? Yeah, that's okay. basically what I meant. <laughs> but um, see, I'm kind of summarizing. Yes. I'm trying to shape that. 
so that out everybody else understands. You know we're opposite, right? The personality trait. Persona we're completely opposite. I'm ESFJ, and what are you? I'm an INTP. To follow the opposite. I can be an e ENTP sometimes, but not an SF or J. Not. not SF or J at all. Mm -mm. I can be a J. What do you say? You can be a J. That's true. Be, yeah. All right. So you found there's been some success in going to us and going to him, where you found good advice and solid thinking. Yeah. See, that's as parents, that's what we want from our kids. Is we want them to come to us because, you know, we, not that we know everything, but we know more. And so that's the heart's desire of a parent is, hey, mom, hey, dad, I want to talk to you about a few things. But see, sometimes that is not happening. And so we're going to talk about a few ways to help with that. Uh, sometimes you talk to your, you want to talk to your kid and he doesn't, or she doesn't want to talk to you at all. She doesn't come to you for anything. Says, Hey, how's it? Hey, it was a good day, whatever. And that's it. But you know, there's some things going on. So we're going to talk about ways we can start building that back again. Um, if it's not there, because again, we want to have influence in our kids' lives. We want, when we say something, we want it to mean something. Like when you go to Jonathan and you go to us, you know that we have something meaningful to say. You're not going to, you're not going to, if we have nothing good to say or nothing meaningful, you're, you're going to go somewhere else. Fact is, our kids are going to go somewhere to get their advice. They're going to go somewhere uh, where they can feel they can trust. There's no doubt we want them to come to us, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. What are some things we can do, though? What do you think that hurt trust? Like maybe, maybe a parent is watching a listing that they know that their kids don't come to them and it's because they've done some things that have hurt that trust. What are some things that maybe we've done? that can hurt trust. I don't know if you guys have done that, but I have experienced it with other people and it sort of made me not want to go to them for advice anymore because the person that I go to talk to, she doesn't really listen. Mm. And she sort of just, you know, she has her own stuff going on and she sort of puts mine to the side. So I don't really go to her much anymore, um, which is why I go to other people. So someone who's there to listen. Yeah, um, and to and to give advice, like to help me in the moment and even for long term. Because, see, with Jonathan, if I go to him for advice about maybe people I like or something, you know, or friendship advice, he'll give me what I need to know now because I'm young. He'll give me what I need to know later when I, I'm older. Ouch. Sorry. So you just hit me. Okay, so two <laughs> things I'm hearing you're saying. One is listening. Uh, parents, parents, we don't do a good job with that sometimes, just listening to them. And the and the other – what did you say the other thing? What does John do again? Give advice. Right. See, sometimes we don't understand where our kids are at. We just want to jump in and tell them what we think they should do or tell them what to do. We don't – come to them understanding where they are which is why which is why sometimes i go to jonathan for certain things because he's closer to my age what kind of advice like would he what kind of advice do you like to hear from him what, what are some things he'll say the same thing that he tells me every time i young. need to be reminded sometimes you're too young yeah it's like a it's like a, he doesn't say it like that yeah he says it in more you be friends now because you literally can't do anything else See, the parent would jump in and say, you're too young to think about that. That's what I do. Uh -huh. That's just a dad protector thing. Which is why I'm good at Jonathan. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. I, I this is not exactly what we want to be telling the people here. <laughs> that you go to your siblings. No, but the, but that but that's not a bad thing though, because in the end, if you think about it, you want your siblings to go to each other to 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 get advice and to get help. You want them to have that supporting spirit. Yeah, within them. We know some people that um like siblings that don't get along and they don't go to any anything like to them for anything except for i don't know so but, listening yeah. is one thing and being able to come to them with kind of advice but in a way that's not judging them it's just putting yourself where they are you kind of think about where they're at sometimes we just think about where we're at and we just have our opinions and kind of nail it down there uh, and just tell them what our opinion is and then so listening, giving uh, advice, putting ourselves in their shoes, because we were that there once. We were teenagers once. We were young people once. So, you know, to kind of understand where they are. Um, but even that, sometimes we get in a situation with our a relationship with our kids where we can't even do that. Like, we can't even get to the point where there's even listening going on because they literally don't say anything. And so this is something I want to share that uh, with Jonathan that I've I've worked on over the years, um, and you know sometimes dads and sons and mothers and daughters, there's things that go on there. And John's really quiet, really quiet personality is one thing I've tried to do really is respect his space. He's 16 now, respect his space and let him come to me when he's ready to talk. Sometimes I'm wanting to go force myself in and say what's going on, what's wrong, talk to me. I want to help resolve whatever it is. Sometimes I just now I'm learning to wait till he comes to me. Um, there's some other times when maybe he needs to talk about something, but he's not ready to talk about the deep thing. But I'll talk to him about some other things. So I'm going to not talk about the thing that is bothering him. But I'm going to talk about different things. Talk about video games. I'm going to talk about uh, food. Talk about his day at work. Um, you know, whatever it is he's willing to talk about, I am going to talk to him about. I don't have to – I want him to tell me the things that are bothering him, but I'm not going to jump in there and just try to force it. I'm going to try to build that conversation with basic stuff. You know, sometimes with your kids, maybe you've kind of ruined that trust. Maybe you kind of have to start over a little bit. Talk about simple things. What are some things we talk about? Like some simple things that you and I – I know there's trust with us, but what are some yeah. things, simple things we talk about? Um, we talk about what I'm doing for crafts, what I'm reading. We talk about school. Bunnies. We talk about horses. we talk about things that I want most of the time. And which usually don't happen. You know, she doesn't which usually, Yeah. So I, we talk about I, I talk about Isabel just small things. Um, small you know, talk. Yeah. Small talk. And it's okay to have small talk because then you're trying to build a trust because when you have the small talk and they're telling you about small things, it's gonna be easier for them to talk about the big things because you're giving them you're interested in the little things that they do. Unfortunately, when Jonathan was little, uh, you know, he, he loved Legos and he was a Lego builder. And I didn't really spend a ton of time <laughs> talking to him about Legos um, or building. I did some, but not much. So I think that, that I could have done a lot better. Maybe you have to build Legos. Maybe you have to uh, play dolls or whatever it is your young kids like to do. Or watch silly movies or play video games. I mean, to be honest, uh, I don't play a lot of video games, but I, I, I can play a few. Sometimes yeah. you have to talk about horses. Again, Isabel's opposite personality, but I have to find a way to connect with her. So she, so I have, so there's trust there. So when something is going wrong, she's coming to me or coming to 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 your mom or even Jonathan or Jasmine or Jasmine. We haven't mentioned her. <laughs> we not mentioned Jasmine, but she's going to come on in a different different episode. 
I think I think one of the most dangerous things you can do as a parent is to actually try to fix it right then and there, because like fix what the trust. You know something that if your kid wants wants to talk. Wow, Five. that was loud. Just like yours was in the beginning. Anyway, sorry. Um, you know if your kid comes to you for advice or they just want to vent a little bit, I think one of the worst things you can do is try to fix it right then and there. Sometimes it takes time for you to be able to give them advice because, um, you know, they want to talk. And sometimes you have to tell them what they want to hear. Sometimes. Sometimes. Because there are some moments where you're able to tell them the realistic view, but there are also moments that you sort of just have to be there and listen. Even if they're wrong. Say. Even if they're wrong and you can sort of just, you know, maybe support them. But hmm. if it's if it's wrong... Obviously, you can tell them that it's wrong, but, you know, if it's something that they want or that they're really into, it's it's better to sort of support than to say no completely. Do you get what I'm saying? Kind of. If they come to you for advice, you don't just shut them down. That's what, okay. You try to... I'm to trying to think of things like you want. Support them a little bit. But you know, listen. You want the things that should happen. You listen, and sometimes you can... Okay. Tell them what they need to hear in that certain time. And and sometimes yeah. maybe it's like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even little things even, like Even though you may feel as a parent you want to jump out and go, what are you thinking about? That's what I meant to say. See? I reframed that. Thank you. Sometimes you want to jump this and is, say, you're wrong, you this and you that. No, that's fine. Because I can't so you, want to jump, you want to jump out and, and, and get all excitable and excited. Excitable. When sometimes excitable. excitable, maybe you're jumping up and down inside, you're just wanting to explode out and say something. Yeah. But sometimes you have to say, hmm, okay. And maybe you can say, hey, uh, let's let's talk about that at a different time. And maybe you sense and you feel like you want to jump out. Maybe you just need to listen and come back to it later. You can come back and say, hey, you know, I was thinking about what you said earlier. Maybe in a moment that they're relaxed. See, sometimes we try to fix the things and, and have the conversations when there's tension. It usually doesn't go over very well. Of kind course, of have to leave it. Yeah, but it's not all on the parents, too. Of course, as a kid, you have to know when the, the right time is to talk to your parents about something important. Oh, because it's important. not just on the parents. It's also on the kids. The kids have to know what times is are right for talking. Because sometimes... Are you saying we're parent, we're human, too? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Oh, okay. It's not all about the parents. Um... Yeah, like, like when I want to talk to my mom about certain things, sometimes she's working um, on the computer because, you know, she teaches and stuff, and so she's busy, and it's, like, it's my bad that I went to her at that certain time when I know that she's working. Right, but there's sometimes if there's very little trust there, as a parent, sometimes you have to put that stuff away and, and drop it. Yeah. Right? See. Mm -hmm. I think when there's trust there, and I think there's trust with us and with mom, you can trust that mom's going to be there later. Um, yeah, it's if, okay. If there's no yeah. trust there, it's on the pa uh, parent to drop what they're doing and listen because this is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, As yeah. well. Like, if there's trust, it's understandable for someone to not be ready to listen. Something like that. You know. Something like that. Hey, by the way, before we close out for the day, uh, for all those who came to the homeschool conference a few weeks ago, Isabel was there at the table on that Friday. We weren't there on that Saturday. We were very awkward. We're not very good with people. I'm not. 
He did a great job at the table, I heard. I guess, from Jonathan. Social practice. So thanks for coming, by the way. And we're going to be putting these videos out once a week. So um, just for your edification, for your knowledge. We'll try help our you best. Out. So next week it's going to be just me. or And then the week after it's going to be Jasmine and I. Maybe we'll get Jonathan to come on. You should. Do you think he'll say anything? No. no I can't. Yeah, I <laughs> he'll, Oh, he has a lot to he say. He's a bit quiet. He has a lot to say about me, I guarantee you that. And me. And Jasmine. Definitely. And Mom. He has a lot to say about everybody. Not about Mom, because Mom's perfect. Mom's amazing. <laughs> All right, well, thanks so much for tuning in. I uh, hope that encouraged you. Um, our website is backtothebasicsgeorgia.com. You can just put that in the description. I should put a little thingy down at the bottom. Like that's the, that's the what bottom. the description is. Oh, that's right, in the description, right. It's there in the description. All right, everyone. See you later. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> that was... How's it going today, Hi. everyone? <laughs> That's our second video.